get sneaky. Laurie Rose, the two-time winner, takes the lead from Faulkner. That's the way they finish the first lap. Welcome to another episode of Pit Lane Parlay. I am your host, Mike Jokum. I have two special guests joining me today because Matt decided to take a week off in the middle of IndyCar season. First, we have Shannon McBridge joining uh, again. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Shannon. I had to do that. And joining us from, from Barstool is the famous Joey Molinaro. Jo Joey, Shannon, how's everybody doing? I'm doing well. How are you? Pleasure, man. Pleasure to pleasure to be here, and uh, I feel like we can't can't be too hard on them since uh, the fellas are probably on a month long break themselves. So yeah, yeah, it out. is fair. It's, <laughs> I mean, I did I did take a couple days off uh, that that first week after and spent some there time at the beach. So nice. yeah, I can't I can't complain. Joey, thank you for uh, making the time this evening to to chat with us, and I I told. Shannon, we, we, we always start with a non-racing question to start the show. Usually it's about food, but I wanted to switch it up because every time we talk about food, I end up like eating like a pig afterwards, no matter if I've eaten dinner or not. So, in your opinion, and Shannon's well, well, I'll answer, what is the most overrated popular movie? What's like the most, like a super popular movie that you just can't stand? Uh, top of the head, I don't. I don't know if it's. I don't know if I can't. I want to say I can't stand it. Um, the one with Robin Williams, the Oh Captain, My Captain, Dead Poets Society. Okay. Yep. I I did not enjoy that. I I didn't. I I I didn't like hate it. I just was like, this is not what everybody cracks up to be. I was not inspired. I was not entertained. Uh, that and Reservoir Dogs. Um, those are the two I would say that like I was very excited to watch them. I everybody had raved about them. And I was like, hell yeah, I'll give them a chance, no doubt. And uh, I watched them and it was just kind of like, yeah. Fair. I don't think I've actually seen either, so I have no room to talk on those. Shannon, you've never seen Dead Poet Society. I don't think so. I know. Relax. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anything with Jim Carrey. Anything. I oh. hate Jim Carrey. Oh. Even like, even, like, the mask and, like, the old Jim Carrey when oh, Jim Carrey was good? the worst. No, Dumb. the Dumb. worst. Oh. No, I know. I know. Crucify me now. I hate it. I can't stand him. Dang. That's, that's, um, that's, that's rough. That's quite the wide <laughs> there. Yeah. And before, before I get to mine, as Shannon may have known jack harvey makes fun of me every time i see him because i have yet to see most of the star wars movie and most of the harry potter's movies so yeah that's a no-go for me man I'm, I, I might have to log off this <laughs> tough, tough to swallow <laughs> I'm, I'm getting there I, I told him last time i saw the first two star wars and one of the harry potter movies i didn't start an order on harry potter because it was like you know, they play those marathons on TV that, like, just go on and on and on and all day yeah, like on one of those channels. Yeah. yeah, so I caught one of those on a Sunday afternoon. I really liked it, and I do want to go back and watch, like, start from the beginning. So, I, that, You know I where you like, can watch those from the beginning, Mike? Peacock. Oh, yeah, Peacock. But what, a, what a great Peacock plug. Thank you. <laughs> My 
my actual choice would be Sandlot. I am over watching Sandlot. I know that's like we. I was just talking about this last weekend with somebody. That's why it came to mind so easy. But it was one of those movies that, like, growing up in school, was like played like you know the last day before Thanksgiving, the last day before Christmas, the last day before Easter break, the last day before the summer. It was like the same damn movie every time. Mm-hmm. So I just kind of got sick of it. Man, you guys are really killing me here. Jillian's <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, in fact actually, never coming back. So. Yeah, he's uh, like Matt, my childhood. It's like what formed me as a human. So. <laughs> and I have to go with one one IndyCar question or one non IndyCar question uh, from Matt. His Bears play your Steelers this year. Uh-huh. He wants to make a wager. So typically a pit lane parlay wager is something ridiculous. Like, so Matt didn't like blue cheese beforehand. So he had to eat a chunk of blue cheese. And he found out he liked blue cheese. So uh, we can we can get to the actual bet before uh, whenever. I don't know when they play actually play what week it is. but um, It's like November 10th, Monday Night okay. Football. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll figure something out there. But uh, I, I know... Matt is jazzed up with Justin Fields this year. I've seen your Steelers. So, I ha- how did you become a Steelers fan growing up in in Indiana? My dad, he just grew up uh, when the Colts weren't here, and he was okay. here by the time that they were, and he already had formed his loyalties to uh, the Steelers. And so, that's just the house I grew up in, and um, it's all I've ever known. All right, that's fair. I can respect that. I mean, I grew up a Yankees fan, and I live in Philly, so. Oh, the Super Bowl tattoo. All right, that's pretty good. I mean, I can't, I can't knock that. That's yeah. real. And I have room for, you know, hopefully seven, someday, seven, eight. <laughs> yeah. Up the arm, you know. Up, up the arm, down the back, up the, right. down the other arm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. So I, you know, you wrote an article, I, I think it was on Barstool last week about, you know, your, Kind of how you've grown to you know appreciate and love IndyCar over the last couple of years, and obviously you know you you had been to the race as a kid, or you know you're always playing baseball, etc. on on race day and whatnot. And um, I I I did appreciate that. I thought it was really cool. So you know how did how did it co- go from listen I I know what IndyCar is, I know what the Indy 500 is to you know I'm a fan. Was there like a defining moment? Or something that stood out to you, like, wow, I need to, I need to give this more attention. Yeah, man, I, I think, and I kind of alluded to it in the in the blog that I wrote. Um, you know, I, it, I've grown up with the speedway 15 minutes away from my house my entire yeah. life. You know, like I said, like all I've ever known is the month of May, and 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 the entirety of it is just like something that happens every year. And it's like, yeah, it's that way everywhere, right? It's like, you know, if your dad was. I, unfortunately for for Shannon, if your dad was Jim Carrey, you know, uh, you would be like, oh, yeah. everybody be like, wow, your dad's so funny and cool and famous, and like that's got to be so awesome. And you're like, unless you're Shannon, you're like, I mean, he's just my dad. Like, you know, I guess it's close. Like for me, that's just that you know that, that's always been there, uh, and just everything that I've known. Um, but then, you know, I started working in the media uh, around Indianapolis after college. And, and because of that, it kind of forced my hand to not just like be out there for the party, but then also to ingratiate myself with uh, the process of it all and qualifying and the practices and just that sound, man. I mean, just the sound of the cars, it just, it, it just gets inside you and lights you up, you know? And then, um, you know, something else I put into the 
to the blog is just, you know, the drivers themselves, you know, I mean, there's just, it's the most accessible major sport I've been around and I've been around them pretty much all. And, yeah. and, and, you know, um, like you mentioned about Jack Harvey, I mean, these guys, everybody just wants to talk about how, Oh man, Peyton Manning, he's such an every person's guy or whatever, you know? And it's like, well, that may be one out of like 200 in the NFL, but that's every driver, <laughs> yeah. in NBR, you know? And, and so that, that's just been really special too. And, um, yeah, I just, I don't know, you, know, you combine it all and, and, um, I just fell in love, you know? I like it. Yeah, no, I, it's, you know, I have grown up with IndyCar my entire life, thanks to my family. And like to hear somebody say like, hey, you know, I appreciate it. And now I love it was such like a refreshing article to, uh-huh. to like to, to to read. I think I read it like three times because I was like, Dad, you got to read this. I'm glad. Um, so the one thing you're doing in Nashville before we kind of dive into some craziness of, of the last week in IndyCar news, you're doing a ping pong the celebrity ping pong tournament uh give us the details on that i'll put the link to the tickets uh in the show notes when i release this i just i literally just saw this like a half hour ago so i haven't read up on it yet yeah so i got the invite from um my pal uh joseph newgarden to uh come down it's his third annual i believe obviously yeah. last year didn't work out but um skipping 2020 it's his third annual uh celebrity ping pong match and this time it's open to the public uh, so it's going to be a lot of fun, man. Me and Connor Daly are going down there. So it's like a, it's a, it's a partner, you know, it's like yeah. we're seeing the Olympics right now, you know, it's two on two. <laughs> so I don't, <laughs> I don't know how good the quality of the product is going to be. Between me and Connor, <laughs> but I know that it'll be entertaining. Uh, so if you're heading down there on that Thursday, August 5th, I think at like five thirty or six, uh, downtown Nashville going to be, you know, me and, uh, and Joseph and Connor and, and a bunch of other drivers and people alike down there. So we're going to have a heck of a time, man. It's going to be great. Some people actually, and I'm not saying this, but back in 2018 on carb day at the Indianapolis motor speedway, I got mistaken. I had sunglasses on. I got mistaken for Joseph Newgarden three times. That three different I can, I can see that. Came up I can hundred percent see that. Yeah. Like, Joe Joseph Newgarden, and I was like, "My name's Joseph, and I have blonde hair." And it, but no, it's not Newgarden. So um, I always give him and his wife a bunch of you know a hard time about it because you know I say I'm his, I'm like his you know less talented, uh, good driver of a brother. So <laughs> the good the good doppelganger. So yeah, how is yeah. your how is your are you, are you practicing? Are you doing any you know, ping pong uh, against like the the wall in your office or anything to to prep? Man, I need to. Um, but I, I'm kind of riding this high after I was. I played in the the, the Steelers uh, celebrity softball game a couple weekends ago, and I didn't ha- I didn't practice or anything at all. And I went up there in my only at bat, and I had a bomb uh, like three right. feet, uh, you know. And so, you know, I just kind of I'm uh, I'm just rolling with the casual, like comfortable, let's have fun approach, and uh, you know, we'll see what happens. Probably not going to be, definitely not going to be as good of a result ping pong though. So, yeah. Well, I will, I will definitely, uh, I'll definitely make an appearance. I'm, I'm in Nashville all week, so awesome. I'll, I'll wind down there after my, my work day is done. But question for both of you guys as we talk more IndyCar now. Part of the new TV package is streaming and and the two races on Peacock, but also live stream of every race no matter if it's on tv or not what do you guys think of the new tv package you know from a from a fan's perspective and 
Do you like it? Is there anything you wish was improved? And uh, anybody can start on this one. Kelly, you go first. No, you go. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. I mean, I I was uh, I was very excited about it, um, just because I look at you know the obvious big numbers of uh, you know thirteen races on the big NBC where you throw some bunny rabbits on your TV, no matter where you are, who you are, you don't got to have no subscription. It's just bam, it's accessible. It's there, and then you add the other ones in USA. Um, so I'm all about it, and I think that's I think that's fantastic for uh, the series and for the drivers to be able to get out there to be more even more accessible to millions of more eyeballs that you know they say oh, I don't want to add Peacock onto Disney Plus and the Netflix and the Hulu. Uh, well, now you don't have to because now even if you don't have cable, if you cut the cord for cable, like I said, you just have those bunny ears. Bam, there you go. You can throw it yeah. on and catch the race. So I think that's huge, and um, I'm really really excited about it, man. I, I am. I agree. I think it's a big deal. And I'm with you. Even if you cut the cable and don't want the bunny ears, you can download the NBC app and you don't have to have, you know, you don't have to have an account for that. So it's, uh, I think it's a really, really great thing. And the 13 races on the big TV is going to be huge for us. And I was just telling Mike earlier, um, IndyCar on NBC's PR department, their social media guy is great. He does a really good job of getting, the word out there. So um, I think it's just going to be fantastic all around. Yeah. I'm excited just for, I mean, listen, obviously I'm traveling to most of the races, but if there's a race I can't travel to like this year, for example, long beach, I can't go to, I have to go to a wedding that weekend. Who would schedule a wedding around India? Unacceptable. <laughs> yeah. And I would like to watch the race or qualifying, I guess, you know, on my phone under, under the table while I'm eating dinner. And next year I could do, I could even watch the race. Now, hopefully nobody has a wedding on a race day next, next year, but you know, it's things like that, that open it up for people who want to watch when they're on vacation or you know, sitting on the beach or sitting on the deck. Like they're, they're not glued to their TV if they don't have to be. And I think that's so good for a lot of people, even, even the less technically inclined people like my dad, sorry, dad, <laughs> uh, you know, he'll, He'll find a way to watch it on his phone, mainly because I'll, I'll I'll set it up to make sure. But all right, the fun part of the episode last week, the news. So while Joey goes to make sure his dog is quiet, Shannon, there uh, quiets <laughs> down. There is plenty, like a boatload of IndyCar news, uh, silly season news, and yeah. I don't really know where to start, but. We we had said maybe three weeks to a month ago, thanks to team pit lane, pit lane member George Butts, that like half of the field could be changed, at least a different car. I think we counted 11 or 12 of you know, 22, 23, something like that, would be different drivers in 2020. Not different drivers, but in different spots next year. So out of all the craziness that we're going in. and i mean there's still more that that came out today what is the one piece of silly season that has you kind of like most intrigued like where is this guy gonna go after this news can i be two pieces yeah uh, yeah fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh well one i mean the last time i was on we talked about um oliver askew and getting back and then just seeing the new tested for uh, Ray Hall, Butterman Lanigan today is pretty big news, I think. Um, and then I, I am shocked that Jack is gone from Sam. I really am. I didn't see that coming 
from a mile away. So I, uh, if he goes where we've heard he may go, and if Oliver is in that same go-to, that could be one hell of a race team. All right, Joey, what's got you most intrigued about the beginning of IndyCar Silly Season? Yeah, man. I mean, I, I read, um, like I'm sure a lot of you guys did. I know uh, Marshall Pruitt, uh, he, he, he kind of recapped a bunch today that I just ran through. Um, so, one, I think it's cool that, that Elio, and interesting that Elio's coming back full-time and, you know, obviously the winning the 4500 and how that played into a factor of all that but then also um my guy uh hench i'm i'm uh i'm i consider myself very good friends with hench now and and so i just know that there is kind of uh you know up in the air right now what's going to happen uh, with that 29 where he's going to be where he can fit in um you know so I'm, I'm i'm interested in that and just trying to see hope for the best where the where the chips fall for hench because um i want to see him I want to see him out there racing. You know, I know he's fantastic on TV and he's got a, a very bright future in that. Um, but I, I still, I still, you know, enjoy cheering on Hinch out there with the red gloves, uh, you know, every, every Sunday or every other Sunday. So um, very, very much interested and intrigued uh, on that front. I'm with you. I'm a big Hinch fan and I'm just not ready for him to just be in the booth full time. Like I just, I'm just not ready for that. He definitely needs to be on the racetrack. I, I think we can all agree there. The, the, crazy thing to me about jack harvey is is not that he's switching teams it's that he at the last minute was like actually i'm going to switch teams and i'm going to reject the contract extension like that yes. to me, and i just that that was just something that i like i mean i think you and i texted each other like within minutes of that happening like what the hell did we just what like i can't even i still can't really put it into words what i what i saw when that news came out no, I mean it has to have been a hell of a deal, right? <laughs> yeah, right. There's, there's got to be something he's got lined up already. Would be my guess. And especially because you know, I'm sure you guys saw the same. But like when I, the way that the headline read, and the way that I texted my buddy, who where you know, all we text about is IndyCar. <laughs> you know, the we were like, okay, you know, the way the headline read was basically just Helio <laughs> full time. Harvey gets the axe and I'm like, same yeah. thing. I'm like, what the heck is going on? Like when I did not see this coming at all. Um, so yeah, to your point, I'm glad it, it stinks that, you know, I guess it didn't work out at Meyer shank for him, but obviously I think it could have been worse um, as my dog bites my dad, but uh, it could have been worse in terms of, uh, it could have been worse in terms of, you know, what the headline would have been where they were just like, see you Jack. Uh, but it, you know, I'm glad that he at least has what seems like a better offer. Yeah, I'm happy for him. He's he's a good dude, and and I'm ha- happy for the success of of Meyer Shank this year. So that of Elio in one car, who who goes into the other car? We've literally seen like ten names mentioned from a couple Indy Lights guys to. Well, that was that was my next kind of biggest. Yeah, that was my next kind of biggest is is all the like rumblings about Ryan Hunter Ray. Right, um, and 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 that pretty much like it's already solidified that a 28 car with Andretti is going to be not him. And so it's just kind of like, well, you know, all right. I mean, uh, yeah, everybody's got their things I got to move on with, but you know, is he going to, are they going to go veteran with him, you know, with Meyer Shank or what's going to happen with Ryan Hunter Ray? So that, that was kind of another one of mine that I was like, huh, interesting. I thought the same thing because they had Jack still doing, sorry, Mike, Jack was doing, you know, kind of a partial season. And if the talk that, RHR was only going to do part-time, 
and that would work perfectly for him to be in that 60 car. Yeah, it's it's crazy because after last year, I was like, oh, Hunter Ray's going to retire. And then this year, I was like, Hunter Ray's going to retire after this year. And now he's like, no, I, I mean, if you're reading in between the lines, the dude's definitely not retiring. He still wants to race. So and I'm happy for him. He's he's a good guy, a good guy. I have nothing against him. I always got the impression I've lately gotten the impression like he wants to spend time with his family. But I think I'm wrong about that one. And we will see him somewhere next. Uh, we will see definitely see him somewhere next year, no matter what. Like, I, I, I think my retirement guess is, again, going to be wrong on Hunter Ray. I but, think I'd really like to see him and see him do well again. Yeah. It's nice for a team shakeup, right? For somebody who's not quite ready to retire and doesn't really need to retire but just needs something different for him to come out and maybe be with another team and do really well would be a big deal for a lot of his fans who've been around for a really long time. Yeah. I like the, my, my last like Ryan Hunter Ray memory is him spinning into the wall two days in a row at Iowa last year. Like he needs, he needs some like positivity to, to, to go out on and, and as a, you know, a series champion and Indy 500 winner, I, I'd say he'll get, he'll get a shot somewhere, but, so, all right, so we've, we've gone through that. We've got a couple Indy Lights, guys. Joey, I don't know if you're super up on Indy Lights, but... I know, um, you know like Kyle Kirkwood, you know. Okay. Those guys. All right, so we'll skip over Kirkwood because he's definitely going to be in IndyCar next year. Yeah. There's, there's another guy who's not being mentioned who I believe is an IndyCar, who I believe will be an IndyCar, but can't really say too much but it's it's not anybody who's being talked about on the racer sites right now so i will i will leave it at that and go to the next indie lights guy and go with devlin de francesco he's got his his dad has a large 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 sum of money <laughs> and he's friends or business partners with george steinbrenner and this andretti steinbrenner thing so I feel like he could be a good spot, and Andretti. I don't think he's going to produce right away because I still think he needs like a. I still think he needs another year of Indy Lights to kind of gain a little more more experience. But maybe he goes to Meyer Shank or you know somewhere on like a six ish race type deal. But when Cash is king, he's probably going to win at least somewhere because he's got plenty of it. I forget what his dad what kind of business his dad owns, but it's something with a, you know, in the billions of dollars range. I, I, I should know, but I naturally, now that we're talking about it, I forget. Doesn't he own a CBD company? I'm going to, I'm going to look it up because you, you said that, but I don't, um, I honestly don't remember. You said Definitely. CBD? I thought so. I am. CBD yet. Maybe not. I could totally be wrong. I, I, I don't know, and I can't. I don't remember his dad's name, so it's not coming up right now. But Devlin D. Francesco, at the age of twenty, is worth. Andy is his million. dad. Andy D. Francesco, thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> he is the CEO of Delima Gold Inc. and Del Delavaco Capital. So definitely not CBD. <laughs> My like bad. Not, not even a little bit, but um, we'll we'll let that one. Set it butt out. <laughs> <laughs> no, it has to stay in. 
like for <laughs> once i'm not the one that's wrong and i'm always wrong so oh. it's, it's the minor minor wins i can get but another one that was in the Pruitt article today that i thought was pretty shocking to me was what's going on at penske so it seems like yeah. simon pagino doesn't like he wants a fresh start he doesn't really seem to want to be at penske which pulling up to mickey d's just for drinks oh yeah that's me nothing extra just perfection and a straw coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block because there are drinks then there are drinks from mcdonald's Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hi, listeners. We wanted to take a moment to tell you about another podcast from Evergreen Podcasts and Sound Talent Media called Pit Lane Parlay. Pit Lane Parlay is the go-to podcast for IndyCar and motorsports-related news. Each episode, we discuss things like our favorite drivers, news clips from the last week, and generally giving each other a hard time about predictions we've made in the past and or life stories that have come up recently. We really have a lot of fun with it and really enjoy each other's company, and we hope you can come join us too. Join Pit Lane Parlay by following us on your favorite podcast today. It's kind of mind-blowing in its own, but there's... I could see Pagano ending up somewhere good. Uh oh, Shannon! Shannon's about to prove me. Probably prove. Me wrong. I am about to prove you wrong. It's a biotechnology company that develops cannabinoid-based drug therapy. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> Along the lines. Yeah. yeah. As yeah. as usual, I'm more wrong than not. Another, <laughs> another god <laughs> week where. So that's the case, but it's cool. <laughs> I won't do it too next week. You can be right all next week in Nashville, okay? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Damn. Anyway, Simon Pagino doesn't want to be at Penske. I think he could end up at where did what I, I forget what Pruitt's article said to be honest with you, but he'd be a good veteran fit pretty much wherever he went, especially because he's got that sports car experience. I think I mean, like you said, there's like 10 or 12 names for Meyer Shank, so I'm pretty sure yeah. they're in there. Yeah, I think well. he was one of those names on that list. But what's crazy to me is, so let's say Pagano goes elsewhere. There's not really a lot of options to go to Roger, to, to Penske. There's a lot of people who want will want to go to Penske, but Penske doesn't need funding. You know, he doesn't need a, a, a you know, a, a Devlin DeFrancesco or somebody with a ton of money to come in. He wants somebody who's going to come in and contend for race wins and for podiums and there's not many. I, I I can't name. You know, maybe Hunter Ray is. Yeah, you know, I, I I don't think it's a good fit to be honest. But I don't know what do you what you guys think of who would be a good fit there. You know, for that fourth car, or do we just see Roger drop down to three cars instead of trying to fit something in a fourth car that might not be a good fit? So I am kind of on the three car board here. Because I feel like he did the four cars in order to get the car count up when IndyCar wasn't being as successful as they are right now. And a fourth car, as long as somebody uber talented isn't still searching for a ride, is the fourth car necessary? Okay. I, Joey, thoughts? Yeah, I mean, yeah, like it's <laughs> when you have, uh, you know, Joseph Newgarden, uh, Will Power, and um, why can't I want to blank him? McLaughlin. 
yeah, I mean, it's, it's a pretty strong, <laughs> pretty strong squad there. Um, but would would uh, would Roman Grosjean? Would they take a chance on him or the talent there or what? I, I I think this was another thing mentioned in the Pruitt article is he could be a good fit for the Hunter Ray seat and get that Honda money. So I've I've that's intriguing. I'm not gonna lie, that's super intriguing. I I I, I mean he would do well if he does the ovals, but I don't think yeah, I think that's the big if if is does he want to do the Indy five hundred in Texas and gateway oh well we know he wants to do gateway since he's doing it in, in a couple weeks but and you know potentially another oval or, or so that makes it on the track but yeah i i said to matt a couple weeks ago that i thought pagano would resign for one year and then move over to the penske sports car program that's restarting in 2023 with the with the porsche so i don't know i'm still going with that one okay yeah I'm interested already for uh, what's going to happen with my guy Rossi in a year. Oh, yeah. Let's go. Let's let's listen. Since since you brought it up, Alex Rossi is clearly displeased with the state of of Andretti right now. It's it's not you know it's not like a very hidden thing. Rossi doesn't hide his emotions, which I I love. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm I'm all for complete honesty. And and what struck me, I, I think this. He said this right after, right before Shannon was on last time. Is and I forget what race it was. It might have been Road America, where he was like, "Yep, yet again, another irrelevant weekend for us." And I was like, "Oh damn, yep, oh oh oh, ouch." And he's a perfect fit for, I mean, well, anybody, anybody who wants him, Ganassi, Penske. Like, I think, I think he'll end up at Penske. Like, it's you know, he's he's driven for Penske Sports Car. He's driven for. Yeah, he drove for Penske Sports Car for, you know, what, two, three years or so. So I don't see any reason why he can't move to Penske in a year. I don't know how long Will Powers' contract is, but if it's, you know, just, oh, it's a multi-year extension. But listen, they could always bring back that fourth car for Rossi. That's somebody you bring back the fourth car for. Yep. Listen, yeah. Rossi and a Penske, mm, my heart is here for that. <laughs> yeah, I, like, to me, Joseph Newgarden is the perfect Penske driver, and Rossi, I I don't know he he like he he doesn't, and in terms of personality and stuff for me, the way I see yep. it, he doesn't. But at the same time, that fan of me of Rossi wants him to be a part of Team Penske because I want him to be a multiple Indy five hundred winner, and I want him to, you know, continue to be really successful. So it, it would be. A different visual for sure, but uh, I think a welcomed one. Yeah, I, I definitely, I see your point. It's <laughs> very valid. <laughs> I don't know. If, I don't know if I see him rocking the uh, the black slacks. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but he but will. you know what? I think he Ooh, may wonder. if he can have a winning team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, would you, would you trade and like be a little bit more? business business casual to pick up that extra chance for championships and in indy 500s from my seat i would but alex is his own man and he's you know i could see him saying no because he wants to do his thing but i could also see him being like yeah i can't pass up this opportunity for sure yeah. all right we got one more guy 
least one more guy on my list. Shannon, if I missed anybody, let me know. Grosjean, we kind of alluded to it a little bit already. He's like the hot commodity right now because he's definitely impressed this year. I don't think he's back with Coin or or Rick Ware or whatever you call that team now. But where does he go? Does he go to Andretti? Does he go to a potential third McLaren car, which they're trying to hire engineers for, but sounds less likely than it did a month ago. So I don't, you know, we'll see on that one. But I don't know. I think I don't know what you guys think, but I think Andretti is by far the best fit for him and will give him a chance to contend for better qualifying efforts and, and better better race results, assuming Andretti gets all their shit worked out that they've had trouble with this year. I don't want to see his talent go to waste in an Andretti car that doesn't have their shit together because I feel like that's what's happening with Rossi right now and that's what's going to happen with Hinch and that's what's happening with Ryan hunter Ray. Like, there's something on the other side. There's something on the team side that's not clicking and that's not doing well for more than just one driver. So they have got to figure out what that is because I would hate for Grosjean to go there and not be successful. Like he's so excited about IndyCar now that he has to do something well, in my opinion. Like he wants to do something well. Yeah, for sure. I'm with you. But then that other, you know, the the Andretti fan in me and, uh, you know, <laughs> what what the name means, I'm like, yeah, I want a guy like Grosjean to go to Andretti, you know? And so uh, maybe that can be the perfect mix of what we're looking for there. They got a little bit of issues. He's got this desire <laughs> to go to squad like that. And then they come together and, you know, fix their problems and work them out. I, I, I hope that's what happens. But uh, I don't know. You make a lot of really good points there, Shannon. <clears throat> Yeah, I feel like she just countered all of my good points with like slightly better points, and now I'm like, I'm, I got I got no comeback on this one. But yep. yeah, it's a shame because it's like Hinch hasn't had a great year, and I don't think it's really like I don't think he's done anything too wrong. You know, Marco in in twenty what well, years last year twenty twenty didn't have a great year outside of qualifying at the five hundred, and you get to thinking like maybe. It, Maybe there's something going on in the team there that needs to, you know, an engineer or strategist switch up or something like that. Like, it could be something small or it could just be, hey, bring in Grosjean who thinks about things differently because he's from F1 and stuff starts to click, which would be really cool because, you know, the Andretti family lives about an hour north of me here. So I, you know, I would like to see the team do well as well. Yep. Yeah, I mean, I absolutely want them to do well. I just want them to figure it out. Got one or two more questions here. Whoa, one, one from Matt, and then one generic question. The track you would like to see IndyCar return to or add to the schedule? Hmm. And Shannon, you have to answer this one, too. Again, I think this is so... I can't speak to this too much because even as much as I've gotten into it and fallen in love with it, I'm still learning. Okay. Uh, a name that I've seen that I, just because I think it would be a blast to go to is uh, New Orleans. Oh, all right. I don't I know dig it. about the track, but yeah. it's a fun city. <laughs> I think it's feel to have uh, your races in a fun city. So I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm scheduling a trip. I'm going down to Nashville. I, yeah, I'd go to New Orleans and watch a race. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, they didn't have a good showing the first time, but I I wouldn't be against it. New Orleans is a fun fun place. Don't get me wrong. I'm I'm with you on that one. I love going there. Yeah, I mean, I, uh, I know Iowa is probably one that people talk about a lot. Um, all for that too. I mean, hell, look, look, man. I mean, I, I I've been to the Indy 500s for the last like six years, and then I went to my first one outside. I went to Mid Ohio, and that was one of the, one of those fun weekends I've had, you know, in a long, long time. So I'm looking forward to that same thing in Nashville. So I'm just like, you put a race there, I'll go. But you know, New Orleans <laughs> is a fun city, so same. I'll say that. <laughs> Shannon, do you have a, a a track of of want? I mean, the old school IndyCar fan in me really wants an oval, right? And Homestead was always a super fun uh, home season opener. So um, I really liked Homestead a lot, actually. Or Kansas. Kansas is a fun track. Kansas is not a fun place to go, but it was a fun track. <laughs> Yeah, Joey would like Kansas. That's that's a good that's a good track. That one good. If if they go back to Iowa, you have to go you have to go into Des Moines and go to Fong's Pizza. It's I had crab rangoon pizza in 2019, which sounds ridiculous, but it's amazing. It's literally the best pizza I've ever like the right. best like non like traditional pizza I've ever had. Well, I love pizza. And my wife loves crab rangoon, so we yeah. make something work there. That's I'm pretty cool. sure in order to do shots at the bar, I had to wear like a fighter pilot helmet. I'll pull up the picture. Wait it's a minute. What do you mean Instagram. you're pretty sure? Like, yeah, don't remember. Tequila <laughs> shots there, Mike. Yeah, I, 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 it's possible. I wasn't driving, so <laughs> I, I have to be responsible. I that's. That was the summer I learned that drinking that much and then like covering a race the next day is not, 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 doesn't work. It just like literally my, my brain melts and it's, it doesn't happen. It's not, it's not pretty. Really? All right. Got one more question for you, Joey, and then we'll, we'll wrap up here as part of Barstool and, and you kind of talking more about IndyCar, traveling to IndyCar races has the barstool community and you know barstool, you know, whether it be fans or you know fellow employees, started to talk to you more about IndyCar? Has it started to? Has the interest grown from the from the barstool side of things? Yeah, uh, I have a few a uh, few coworkers of mine. Uh, one that's a lot on content. One that's kind of more behind the scenes, but also like is a lot. He's a big F one guy, and okay. yeah. he has gone to a lot of Indy 500s, so he gets it. But he's more of an F1 guy, and so he has that appreciation for racing. Um, so I'd say the, the 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 knowledge is definitely there, and the the, the desire to to want to know more is definitely there. But I'd say um, two of the coolest things that's come with it is one, folks like yourself who have grown up in it, who's been in it, who have welcomed me with open arms. Um, so I appreciate that a lot. It's made me enjoy it and fall in love with it even more. But then, too, I just see it, like, through the people I interact with uh, when I'm out getting coffee, my friends, you know, people in my yeah. – you know, now my mom, she went to her first Indy 500 this past May, and now she awesome. has an inch shirt, you know. And, and, she's <laughs> in, and, and, and uh, you know, a lot of my buddies are coming down to Nashville for the race with me because they're like, oh, hell yeah, like, this is – Joey's interviewing all these drivers, and this is super cool. So um, I'd say the the – welcoming that i've had through like diehard indie car fans like yourself and then also the people in my life whether it be like i said people i run to at a bar in indy 
or just friends of mine or whatever, or people on Twitter who reach out and are like, hey, man, I really, you know, I'm glad that somebody at Barstool is covering this and, and, and being a voice for it. And we're doing, we're doing, you know, specials on our sports book, you know, that I'm providing for odds boosts oh, and, hell yeah. and different prop bets for uh, the races. So, you know, we're all in, man, and, and we're just having a blast. And, geez, I can't, I can't wait till uh, next Thursday to, to head down to Nashville. Yeah, Nashville is, I mean, I, so sick. people who listen to this are so tired of me saying this for the last year, but Nashville is probably my favorite city outside of, of home in Philly to go visit. I've been more oh. times than I, I can remember. It's so much fun. Yeah. So I already have a list of like all the all the barbecue spots I, I want to try to fit in. And so I'll be, I, I actually go down, I fly out Tuesday morning. I'm, I'm going to a podcast conference for the week. So I, uh, nice. I will be very busy the entire time I'm there, but it's, it's super fun. Yeah, no, it's a great city. And, and Shane, I don't know if you're coming down or not. Or yeah, where, where, I'll be there. Are? Awesome. Yes. Well, uh, Saturday night. Um, I, I'm putting together a little thing at the original tin roof right off Broadway. Yeah. Um, I think it, I forget. It's called like Dem Demenhamen or some. It starts with a D. The road, but it's right by Broadway. <laughs> uh, so they're like, yeah, we can have we can have a party and set it up like that. So you guys should definitely, if you're free, stop by for a drink or two. We can, uh, you know, shoot the shit about some IndyCar. I think we can make that happen. Yeah. Shan- Shannon is Shannon is is being kind enough to uh, be my sidekick for the next couple of races on the road. So sweet. I will, yeah, we will be there. Definitely say hello and, and hang out. I'll see you Thursday as well. And yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll make it a, a good time. We'll probably do some sort of live recording down there. So, uh, I will, if you're around, I'll, I'll, uh, shoot you a message and see what, what you got going on. And yeah, man, I listen, I, I appreciate the, the time on a Monday evening to, to chat here and, and talk IndyCar. I could, I, I love that Barstool is getting an IndyCar and, and it's getting exposed mm-hmm. to a larger audience. It's only good good for the series. And so I'm su- I'm super pumped and uh, look forward to, to hanging out next week. Thanks guys. Hey, I appreciate it. This was a blast. Yeah. You know, to cheers to more silly season news. Hopefully it's good for our guys. Uh, yes. We'll we'll, we'll go down in Nashville, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, no problem, man. Have a, a good rest of your evening. See you guys. All right, see ya. Bye, Joey. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.